Hello and welcome to On Manorama Movie Podcast. Start action cut. Today we are discussing the movie Rekha directed by Jitin Isaac Thomas. With this movie Jitin has made it clear as to what pattern of films he loves to make is. We are taking his previous film attention please for this podcast program. The movie Rekha is a poignant love revenge drama set in an ultra realistic milieu. Ayyappan joining me to discuss the movie. Now first of all I would like to mention the treatment. The story is quite predictable and I think the makers knew that well. The director seems to have infused uh, the suspense in the scheme of things and in the journey in how the final big bang happens. Ayyappan do you think the predictability comes in the way of enjoying the movie? What's your assessment? Uh Padmumar uh first of all uh, the film didn't seem predictable at all to me at least the first half. I watched the film on Netflix. and i was careful not to read even the blurb that comes on screen so i was completely unaware of the story even a one line of the story that could have been the reason why i was adequately crushed when the film takes a radical turn towards the middle also in hindsight i feel there were enough hints that throw light on the nature of both the lead characters yet i did not suspect what was coming for me i i think that should be credit to the filmmaker but the second half didn't work for me not only because it was predictable but because i thought it tried hard to be more mainstream than it should have and it lacked the inventiveness of the first half for me it's very strange that i have been uh, didn't uh, like the second half whereas um, i was much impressed by the second half especially the performance uh, the four pillars of the movie are the four characters starting with rekha played by vincy aloysius bindu that's rekha's mother played by premlada thaineri Rajan Bindu's father played by Rajesh Arikodan and Arjun played by Unni Lalu of course uh, Vincy and Unni Lalu uh, who are the lead characters they are remarkable as characters but Premlata uh, was the most impressive uh, for once wailing is not nuisance in a film the use of uh, native dialects has now become a norm in malayalam movies these days and it would seem difficult to write a movie without that aspect Ivan what do you think about the slang the the native uh, dialects that is used in the movie I I always felt that it was it was it was good that filmmakers uh, root their stories among people who are not usually represented in films except as a kind of oddity this very story i mean rekha's story could have could have happened in usual mainstream settings among people uh, talking the kind of general malayalam that we use i feel the problem with this is that it tends to confine the prevalence of an issue a film discusses to a very small geographical area we have this tendency to believe that certain social trends i mean be it good or bad say progressive thinking or perversions these things are limited to settings we are familiar with especially urban semi urban settings so when a story that discusses a human issue uh, is told in a dialect unfamiliar to most of the viewing public i feel the issue acquires universality traditionally for for example we have fed this idea that poor village girls suffer far more discrimination at home than than the girls in urban areas this film attempts to reset this belief of us so ayappan uh, do you have anything to add about the characters the performance of the actors in this movie i fully agree with you except that i mean the man who played the father the indulgent father and the mother i mean the eternally irritated mother i mean those are stereo- stereotypical characters but still they have done a wonderful job my i was more interested in the way rekha was conceived the character rekha was conceived i thought this film rekha was about a girl the only child of her parents who was was brought up unconventionally more like a boy than a girl 
this this fact is not stressed only hinted in the passing references to a sports education in the father very casually placing a psc guide on a table in the girl returning home after dusk in a two wheeler so she is this kind of girl who can absent herself from a house for even a week and the parents would not worry just like a boy but by saying that she was brought up more like a boy i did not mean that she was being brought up in a masculine way but as in being brought up not to be married of young or to be in the kitchen and and the steel that you discover in rekha's feminine self in the latter half of the film is not created in the blast furnace of some bitter or shocking circumstance her steel is not the product of any victimhood it was there all along she was brought up that way by her father and her mother in that sense she's different from jaya in jay 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 hey and and, and tessa in 22 female cotton though she is as radiantly feminine as both these young women i i love the way rekha is conceived by the filmmaker it embodies a certain certain cultural shift in the way modern parents view girls i mean this is reflected in this this village and and rekha is all the more lovely because the story happens in a backward rural village in a border village in kasaroda kanur her characterization also justifies what happens in the second half yeah that's true ayapan um as you said uh, the steel and the feminine uh, these both are blended very well in the character of rekha like uh, she is uh, she is shy and she is uh, at the same time she is a uh, very tough and uh, i think the way she is exhibited or uh, shown as a wrestler nowhere in the movie i have seen that she is a wrestler but one symbol shows that she has been into a wrestling academy can you spot it that was it was it in the awards that were stacked on a on a cupboard no 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 it is the it is the t-shirt that she wears it's written that ks w a k l state wrestling association maybe and she used that wrestling tactics anyway i noticed it when i watched the film for the second time i would like to uh, mention about the telltale frames that cameraman ibrahim joseph has captured like uh, one such shot that arrests the attention is uh, in the scene where arjun silences a dog that's annoyingly noisy ayapan uh, uh, what do you say about the camera patnumar i was actually intrigued uh, intrigued by the camera work of this film in fact when the film begins we introduced to a girl who is in love for the first time things should actually feel very radiant and happy but this film right from the get go has a psycho movie flavor to it that's what i felt interiors especially in the night are filled with spooky blue color and reds exteriors are mostly lit up by the ghostly neon of the street lights but for most of its length the film is a play of strange dim colors and shadows in the village portions it is not the rusticity that dominates there is no attempt by the cinematographer or the filmmaker to bring alive the mythical purity and innocence of village life instead you seem to be uh, more in the presence of something ominous it felt as if the camera had the view of a beast it was like a strange beast prowling around the area this this sense of foreboding that something bad is going to happen is evident not just in the frames but also in the way rekha behaves when she aloshes behaves even deep in the throes of love it is as if deep in her mind she is afraid that things might go wrong and this this effect is sustained right through the film and that is what i like liked about the camera work but anyway uh, there are some discordant notes too like uh, how we see arjun's character in the romantic mood when he is alone that character doesn't a match with what he is shown to be later then the character of kannan the security staff he is convincing in performance 
but the way he renders his dialogues initially sounds artificial and in a film which is thoroughly realistic uh, this area is uh, jarring however the fact that it is uh, only for a few minutes is a relief so ipen what are the things that you found quite uh, discordant or uh, yeah padnumar uh, i didn't find the unilalu character the arjun character unappealing at all i mean i didn't find i didn't see any mismatch in his performance or in the way the character has evolved neither did i find anything wrong in that in the in the in the, in the uncle's character i mean i i thought he was he was brought there to uh, show a pervert i mean he, he uh, i think the filmmaker also meant him to be a pervert and he came across as one but for me what came across as in your words discordant was, was there were certain scenes in the second half which i thought didn't gel with the general mood of the film or or didn't work for me for instance the scene that you mentioned about that long shot in the night where uh, where this arjun character it's a long sustained shot arjun's character comes down the steps goes at the back and then sort of you know you you, you get the soundtrack that suggests that he he, he stifles uh some a uh, dog or a cat or something that particular shot i thought was a dead one because the whatever the filmmaker wanted to convey through the through that shot which is to say that this is a guy who would do away with anything that would stand in the way of things that he want to get was already conveyed and that too in a very profound and shocking ways at least twice before so to do it a third time it doesn't have any shock value it doesn't have i mean it's so redundant that scene was so that is one scene that i thought was a sort of a void there which which sort of pulled me inside and then took me out of the film yeah um, uh, what i meant to say is that when he's in his romantic mood he's shown as a very innocent romantic person during especially during the the song sequence uh, where he with lots of emotion and affection he chats with his uh, girlfriend so when he's alone there is if he's actually that cruel uh, and remorseless he shouldn't have been shown in that light so that's what i meant but more can i can i add to this yeah sure but more in fact there are there are at least two sequences okay. in the first half when arjun is alone and you can spot that he is not as innocent as is made out to be he is in fact very wicked there are two scenes in the in the film at least one is when uh, just a i'm not going to uh, explain the exp- elaborate the scene but there is one scene where he is very where he is in his bed his father is down and when he talks uh, just goes and looks where, where where his father is and then he comes back and then he talks to uh, his lover that point you realize that he's not an innocent lover and second uh, second happens when his bike falls and then a woman passes by and see the way he reacts these two scenes i think are enough ins to show that this guy is does i mean is not as innocent as is made out to be another magnificent part of the movie is the character of savita who uh, without even a glimpse of herself has a larger than life existence uh, when the movie is over so with that uh, we have come to a close of this episode of uh, start action cut we'll meet you soon with another episode till then bye